Tokyo, Japan. My name is Gary Verheller, and I'll be your host for what we call the Substance of Living Podcast. Today, we'll look at what we call life's lessons. And I hope this will provide you with some insight, maybe even some inspiration to life's challenges. And welcome to episode 41, entitled Motivation. Part one, why? People want to know why. In fact, with TV news, you'll see that that question asked, uh, so-and-so set fire to a house. Why? Why did he do that? Or so-and-so walked across the country. Why? Why did they do that? People are always wanting to know why. What was the motivation behind it? I think this comes from many times the way we approach problems, particularly medical problems, because medicine attempts to trace back what happened, where the problem or the disease or the sickness occurred, understand it, and then cure it. Well, the problem with motivation is that motivation is a feeling. And there have been many, many, many studies done on having people answer the question why. And it's been found, particularly with children, and it carries over into adulthood, too. When somebody says, why did you do that? Many times a person being asked the question will re reply what they think they want this, the questioner to know. They'll provide the information in order to avoid confrontation. This is very true among kids. I mean, most kids have no idea why they do what they do. They're kids. They're still learning. And that's, that's fine. At the same time, when a parent says, why did you hit Johnny? Uh, uh, you, the most honest answer the kid will come up with is, I don't know. And that's probably true. But as they get a little older, the kid will come up with, oh, he, he laughed at me. They'll look for some reason, something that they think will satisfy the parent asking the question, why? Well, no one ever truly knows why someone does something. We can't jump into the brain and determine where the motivation comes from. We make guesses, and guesses are always dangerous. My guess is, and this, my guess about Motivation is, it's a feeling. Motivation, being motivated is a feeling. And feelings come and feelings go. Every day you will feel a wide range of feelings. You'll experience those feelings. Boredom, happiness, sadness, interest, anger, frustration. You'll feel a wide range of feelings. Most important is what you do. That's how we're judged in life by our actions, not by our feelings. Now, please understand, feelings are important. Feelings give us instant information. Feelings, I think, come from instincts. Instincts that have helped us to survive over tens of thousands of years. And so my feelings are important to me. They give me first impressions, and that's important, but that's only some of the data before we make the decision to take action. We need other data as well. So, if you feel like you're just not being motivated, 
That happens to everyone. My suggestion is set up your environment for success. Let me give you an example. I dearly love sleeping and cuddling with my wife. So it's really hard to get up in the morning, particularly early morning. And it's even more difficult to get up and go for a run. So what do I do? Well, at night, before I go to bed, I put on my running shorts. So I wear my running shorts to bed. And right there, by the entranceway, is my tank top that I wear when I run. And my running shoes are set out, and my socks are set out. So, I come downstairs, even though I'm half asleep, and throw on the, the uh, uh, tank top, and then put on my shoes, and stumble out the door, and start jogging a little bit, and go for a run. I set myself up for success. My mentor, Dr. David Reynolds, sets himself up for success in that he wakes up and he always goes to his computer the first thing in the morning, which is about 3 a.m. He gets up about 3 a.m. and he goes to the computer, turn, turns on the computer, sits there and promises that he will write just one sentence. He's written like 30 or 40 books. The idea is he will, he makes it part of his routine to get up in the morning, to go to his computer and write at least one sentence. Set yourself up for success. Set your environment up for success. Another thing you can do is determine your purpose. Determine your purpose. What is my purpose here? And for some people, say, I don't, I don't. Take a breath, stop and think. What is it I hope to be? Now you've got a purpose. You've got a direction to go in. If you fail to have a purpose, you're like a car without a steering wheel. Lots of energy and you're going nowhere. So you can have short-term purposes that are connected to a long-term purpose, a life purpose. That's a key element. What is your life purpose? And that's a challenge. And there's exercises that we've talked about in previous episodes. And let me know in the comments below if you want me to go into how to acquire, how to work up a life purpose for yourself based upon your needs, your desires. Motivation. It's guesswork. So set your environment up to be successful instead of to be motivated. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today for the Substance of Living podcast. If you'd be kind enough to consider subscribing, you can contact us through Spotify or Apple Podcasts or connect on Twitter. Join us again next time for what I hope will help you navigate life.